UX and UI have become part of our daily usage with the growth and proliferation of the internet. A lot of work goes into making sure that people are able to navigate not just websites but even screens like ATM machines and anything that has a digital interface whether it's watches, smartwatches or other devices which are connected to the net in some way. So this first post is taking a different approach to UX, a fun approach, but maybe there is something in it which can be adopted by people who are looking for new ways to attract and retain customers. A masterclass in bad UX. When UX is done well, we barely notice. When it is horrible, we not only notice, we also get angry, frustrated and rant about it on social media. What if you could experiment with bad UX? Think of the worst ways to design an interface so that people have trouble getting anything done. That is the experiment some programmers in Reddit tried out. They asked for people to think of terrible ways in which the volume slider could be designed. It started a firestorm of entries and some are truly inventive, like the wobbling slider. Every time you try moving the slider, the entire panel tilts crazily like a seesaw. So you can go from 80 to 0 and back to 100 in no time at all. Or hilarious ones like the dice UX, you never know what you're going to get. Maybe there is a lesson in all this. Instead of trying to create great UX, you first do the most outlandish things. And then, down the line, a great option will break through. When we look at designs of great UX for inspiration, it's limiting. And people mostly imitate it. When you ask them to intentionally do bad stuff, it's liberating. And that is the point. Unless you wade through a sea of mediocrity and terrible design, there is no way that you'll arrive at something remarkable. Try it on your next UX assignment. We'll go a little philosophical for the second one because there are a lot of these self-help books on happiness and what it is and how do you get to it. But this is a very simple way to define it. What if happiness is anticipation? Think about it. When you have something to look forward to, there's a spring in your step and a gleam in your eye. It could be a life-altering experience of a baby on the way and it's full of imagined future experiences, memories and how you plan to be a great parent. On a much smaller scale, take a trip you're planning with friends months from now. The anticipation builds with each of the exchanges you have in conversations, messages, the logistics and as the date approaches, the excitement builds. The trip itself is great fun. But then you're worrying about how soon it'll be over and you need another bout of excitement in your life. Or take career progression. Entrepreneurs are driven by the anticipation of what they can achieve. It's how they become workaholics driven by impossible goals without pausing to see how it affects the rest of their life. Or dial down to something as simple as anticipating a live concert from a favorite musician or tickets to a stand-up show. In the days leading up to the performance, it's at the back of your mind periodically pinging small rushes of dopamine. You rarely question if the performance has lived up to expectations because you're on to the next thing. Apply this to all the things, big and small, that you want to do and see if it fits. Anticipation is that warm feeling of a build-up to something we're going to enjoy. And maybe that is the closest thing to being happy. 
with TikTok and uh, shorts and reels and all of these things, one of the amazing developments is how random creators are so inventive and technically savvy. This is just one of them. And he has this amazing ability to cut and compose sequences, which are great fun. The final post. That was some sneeze. A guy sits at a table. He feels a sneeze coming on, a big one. Then there's a spurt of flame and all that's left is some clothes and a cap on the chair. You may not have heard of Kevin Perry, but he's doing some great editing and special effects work on YouTube. Found the channel through Code K, but this work will earn him serious cred. It's inventive and he's put in the work required on getting the details right. He wears a yellow jumpsuit with a hoodie and falls forward towards the table, transforming at the last possible moment into a rocking banana. What's surprising is how smoothly the transitions are executed. Like standing in the backyard with some melons around, he jumps in the air and swivels. As he lands, he transforms into a melon that shatters into pieces on the ground. There's no jump cut in between, or at least it isn't evident. There are several videos on TikTok that basically change the scale and size of objects, but this one is way above them in production values and humor. Doesn't miss a beat. They're homemade, given the setting. But this guy has what it takes. And he goes on to share exactly how he achieves these effects, which get lots of views as well. Let's see how far he goes. Every week, I'll plant a few ideas in your mind on branding, behavior, and markets. Triggers for your thoughts. Spread the word to your friends. All you have to do is click the link and enter an email address. And yes, please do keep those comments, views, and whatever else you want to convey coming. Thank you.